Welcome to Your Family Dog, a podcast dedicated to helping families love living with dogs. Hi, welcome back to Your Family Dog. I'm Julie Fudge-Smith, and I'm here with the fabulous Tina Spring. And today, (laughs) we are talking about gifts for the dog, for upcoming, well, as we put it, this is our Festivus gift guide. So if you (laughs) celebrate Festivus or Christmas or Kwanzaa or Ramadan or Hanukkah or Festivus, we We have, we got your back. So what we'd like to do is talk about a variety of things that has worked for us, for our dogs. Um, Some are going to be um, fairly inexpensive and creative. Others may cost you a little bit, but we're trying to give you a multiple a multipood? A multipood. Uh, is food. that like a multipoodle? Yes, I think it's. I think there's it's many poodles at once. Yes. <laughs> a multipoo. It's many, many multi- different kinds of poodles in one. So, what I wanted to do was talk about some of the things that that I have done and some ideas I've come up with that might provide easy gifts for you to give to your dog or for your kids to create for your dog for whatever holidays coming up. Do you, Tina, have a favorite thing that you like to do for your dogs as a special treat that they could be used on the more festivist morning? So, um, so I am always gonna like if I have, if you contact me and say we we we're getting a new dog or we're pregnant or our mother in law is moving in or whatever it's gonna be, my go to right now is water buffalo horn. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. It's my understanding this could be total poppycock, but I have been informed that water buffalo shed their horn. It's keratin, so it's softer, so we're not seeing dental issues, and it's not used commercially for something else except, I think, making gelatin. Um, mm-hmm. So it's they're not expensive. They're really durable. Um, they're not hooves that smell like what hooves walk around in. Where does one find a water buffalo horn? Um, so you, some, um, well, I don't know that we're allowed. Am I allowed to say store names? Sure, uh, why not? They're, they're available at some local retailers. Um, you could also, of course, order them online. Um, yes, and we do mention stores, and we mention websites oh, like. So, so I, yeah, so you could you. Um, it's my understanding Tractor Supply Company typically carries them. I, I love Tractor a, Supply. In fact, I did a whole episode almost on Tractor Supply. I love Tractor Supply. <laughs> Colleen's um, like, wow, okay, Julie. But that's, yes, that's where I got my work outside in the winter plum colored coveralls for dog training. So I look like a giant raspberry. It's fantastic. Anyway, raspberry or eggplant? Oh, yeah, probably closer to eggplant. Um, so the um, they're insulated. They're fantastic. I can be warm when everyone else is cold. So the um, so Tractor Supply often has water buffalo horn. Um, I have heard it said that the great and mystical Tarjay occasionally has it. Um, I typically order mine... Um, from the great Amazon. Um, and I usually buy us ones though. I've been told right. it doesn't matter. Um, I'm just kind of pro us. Sorry. So, I am too, but I am for a variety of reasons is because I don't like to bring things that have been processed 
in right. from other countries because I don't yeah. trust their processing skills. Yeah. So I just tend to stick towards, um, are these, my big question is, are water buffalo hones appropriate for puppies as well as adult yeah. dogs? Yeah. And one of the really beautiful things is, for example, a lot of the, the old time dog trainer chew stuff, when you give it to a dog, they're like, what's this? I don't know what to do with this. Like it's, if you're giving them so I love Nyla bones. Like we have, it's like a dinosaur, it's like a Nyla bone dinosaur grave here in my house. Like there, there's probably 30 Nyla bones in our house. I'm not anti Nyla bone. That being said, lots of dogs, when you give them the first one, they're like, okay, how is this different than all the other plastic I'm not allowed to chew on? Right. So my dog's <laughs> pretty typically volunteer they they fall on their swords to start a nylobone for a dog who doesn't know what to do with a brand new nylobone right so um i've not had that with the water buffalo horn like my experience of dogs light up and go woohoo this is like this is prey that i can chew on um they they can stink a little bit um typically for the dogs that are like big time super power chewers who throw stuff into their molars and kind of get it all slobbery and gross. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I've had, you could throw them in the dishwasher. They get soft when they dry, they harden up again. You can stuff them. Um, I'm not hearing from local vets that they're seeing a bunch of dental issues with them. They're relatively inexpensive. They're pretty durable. They come in a variety of sizes. So for our dogs, I mean, our dogs go everything from six pounds to 65 pounds. Everybody plays with the same water buffalo horns. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, it's, it, they're like, they're pretty fantastic. They're pretty fantastic. And dogs are super excited about a new one. So for, you know, your Festivus um, celebration, it's they're in our household anyway, they're not so high value that I have to worry that there's going to be a problem. Now, I will say brand new water buffalo horns in our house typically happen in crates because I have dogs who don't resource guard from people, but will from one another. Right. And, you know, a brand new water buffalo horn is much sought after. But I like that it's not all the chemical-y stuff, that it's not, you know, the horrors of any variety of chewy stuff that that um, that are out there in the dog, in the dog noshing right. world. And again, not knocking any of the other products like I we have a bajillion Nyla bones my dogs love those too but when you ask me like okay what's your mac daddy favorite yeah it's water buffalo horns the other one I like that's someone I like Himalayan yak milk chews as well yeah those are have those are any dog, have you had any dogs have upset stomach with those I haven't no I haven't either, but I could I could stand shame with the earth. The thing that I I like about the Himalayan yak milk chews is is it's that when they get some it. what it's saying it it's saying yes to say Himalayan yak milk. But when they get small, you can stick them in the microwave and heat them up, and they expand. Wait, so you get this what? Little, yes, with some of these yak milk chews, when they chew them down to the point they're like the size of I don't know a ping pong ball. If you put them in the microwave. They expand back out. Now, you I don't have a microwave, but this might be a reason to get one. <laughs> yes. So they can grow back again. So Holy um, guacamole, Batman. Yeah. I, You're I just, kidding me. No. 
they, they like, expand. They they puff up and they expand. Now they they're not I, as dense that way. Listeners, listeners, I think we need video. All right. Next, I in fact I just got a yak a Himalayan dog chew in the last bark box. We haven't opened so it yet. Up. So yeah, yeah. I so I um, think as as Zuzu works on it, I would like to see you video this and put it on the Facebook page. Because okay. I like I, seriously, I had no idea. Is that true? like is it an is it a universally like forever like the infinity yak chew? You only have to buy one, and they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. No, no. Eventually, they will chew up the whole thing. But it's when it gets down to a size where I feel like she could like maybe choke on it. Like I said about the size of a ping pong ball, yeah, or a little you bit bigger. Really throw it away. Right. You just stick it in the microwave for I don't remember how long I do this. Maybe I start with thirty seconds, and then we kind of play with it. Um, it's almost as much fun as putting a peep in the microwave. Have you ever done that? Put a, a, a oh, marshmallow peep. I don't peep? have a microwave. Stop torturing me. <laughs> okay. What Not that I, I don't. Oh, it's so cool. They like expand and expand and expand <gasps> and expand, and then they just go. Aah! Anyway, it's great. You got to put a peep in the microwave at some point. So then, do they melt? Like, do they yeah. like? I'm melting. Well, they expand like crazy, and then they kind of like I don't know. Anyway, they, they burn. Anyway, so my peeps in the microwave okay, are my favorite. I think Colleen, Colleen totally got that we are one another's kind of nut job. Yeah. Like, so, she understood chemistry. All right. Yeah. So, well, so, but, 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 we but I do not recommend it's too putting much peeps sugar in the microwave and giving them to your dog. Do not put a peep in the microwave no. and give it to your dog. This is purely Definitely for adult not. entertainment. Okay. Yes. And if, if someone doesn't like peeps, I do. So just like if. You know, if you have peeps laying around, I actually like them stale. So when I buy peeps, I stab the box and make them go stale before. See, I, I'm not know. wild I'm about weirdo. peeps, but I, I like to microwave them. Anyway, um, that is not on the dog gift guide, though. Okay. So let us go back to the dog gift guide. So we have water <laughs> buffalo horns and Himalayan yak milk chews, which you can then microwave and they expand. Okay. okay I don't know so, if you can so, do that with every single Himalayan microwave. Yeah, true. But I've done it with the ones that I've gotten, and it's worked pretty well. Okay. So, but they um, are pricey. They're a little bit pricey. I have oh, to they say. are. They are. They're a little okay. bit expensive. So, but so, so now let me talk about something that I would say is a, a couple of things, maybe, that are awesome gifts for the owners of the dogs that make having a dog, like, easier, more off, awesome, whatever. So, um I'm I'm going to call it. So I have had a lot of seat covers. Um, currently, I finally splurged. And I kind of was like, okay, a seat cover in the car is a, or a hammock in the car is a hammock in the car. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not all the same. Like, I have one that I absolutely adore right now. So um, I went from having an SUV where dogs could ride in crates to a sedan that that's not working. So crates don't fit. Um, and so I finally got one of those hammocky things and I bought a cheap one and it was all right. Like it was okay. Um, but there were some things about it I didn't like. And um, so I finally bit the bullet and ordered mine from four canines. I totally dig it. Comes in a bunch of different colors, crazy durable, super adjustable. I can I can use it as a hammock or I can flip it down. So like if uh, if I'm out doing stuff and somebody needs a ride, 
super easy to pull the seatbelts through and put the hammocky bit down and the person could just ride in the car. Like it's, I love it. And I never saw the allure of these. This it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. It's, it's fluid proof. So if I'm transporting a dog who maybe gets sick um, or a dog that's unstable on their feet, like it keeps them from flying around. If I'm driving like a lunatic, um, I just love it. I love it. Great. So I have, and, and I do to be, to be completely forthright. I, they do ask me to write an occasional blog for them, but, um, but I did not like, there wasn't, I didn't get a free one. Like I, I purchased it and I would purchase it again. It, it's, and it was a little pricey. I'm kind of cheap, but it, I love it. It's, okay. it has made transporting my dogs in the car much less furry. Great. Well, you know what we're going to do with all of these things is we are going to list them on the website Fantastic. And, and with links to how to connect to these things, awesome. um, except for the next few ones, which basically require that you have a box. So, um, and I think that you can probably find your own box. I know that I have a lot of boxes because I get Amazon deliveries. So Amazon boxes, hang on to those for your holiday gift giving because there's lots of things you can do with an Amazon box of various sizes, depending on the size of your dog. One of the things that I did for Christmas one year was I went to our local tennis coach. So you can, we have a small university here in town and I got to know the tennis coach and I got a bunch of his old tennis balls. Now find a local tennis coach at your local high school or college or um, tennis club and or you can find tennis balls on eBay. I've actually bought them on used tennis balls on eBay. Um, it's the shipping that really kills you on tennis balls on eBay. But I got we had two retrievers and I don't know what we called our Confederate trenching setter at the time. And so I prepared two boxes for the retrievers for Christmas morning. Each box had 100 tennis balls in it. And then I got a box of each one of their favorite treats and distributed the treats within the tennis balls and then loosely wrapped them up. And so they gave those to the retrievers on Christmas morning and they were happy the entire day. It's like they opened the box. and They're like, are you joking? Are you kidding? Did you see this? There's a hundred tennis balls in here. So by the end of the day, we had 200 tennis balls around the living room, but they were happy, happy dogs all day long. So if your dog's not a tennis ball kind of dog, then whatever toy it is that your dog really loves. One of the things I've also done is I've taken Zuzu's or Bingley's or whatever toys it is. Um, some of their soft toys and have washed them and put them away. And so once they're washed, it's kind of like a reset on this toy. And I will put them in a laundry basket and then let her pick two or three out. And then I put the laundry basket up and then maybe I will put them in a box with some treats or a couple of soft toys, a couple of tennis balls, maybe a cuz, a few treats, wrap that up. And it's yet another thing to discover or one of the things I've done, and Zuzu sort of taught me this just yesterday, she had two tennis balls in the bottom of, I keep some of her current toys in a small laundry basket, and there were two tennis balls at the bottom of the laundry basket, which apparently she wanted. So she went over and she was very carefully taking each of the soft toys out of the laundry basket to get to the tennis balls. Well, she looked up and she saw a tennis ball in the living room, so she ran and got that one instead. But that gave me the idea of what you could do for another gift would be to take a box Put your dog, put one of your dog's favorite toys, either buy a new one of it, maybe a water buffalo horn in the bottom of the box. 
stuff it full of tissue paper, right? And then give it to the dog. Well, now we have to sort through all this fun, crinkly tissue paper to get to the toy at the bottom of the box. So I want you to think in terms of what do we have that we can either clean up and recycle and put into a box, or what are some of the things that I can do to make it interesting to get to the toy that my dog really loves in the bottom of the box. And that's something that would be great for kids to do, to be able to do for their dog for Christmas. Or take a small dog, a small box, save your toilet paper tubes, line them up vertically in the toilet in the in the box till they sort of create looks a little look like a honeycomb. Put treats inside the box or inside the, each of the toilet paper tubes or some of the toilet paper tubes. Wrap that up. That's another great gift. Something that kids could make for their dogs for Christmas or Hanukkah or Ramadan. I don't know if you give dogs presents during Ramadan um, or Festivus, but when your dog needs a gift, that's one that your child can create for his dog without it costing a whole lot of money. So you got any other ideas along that line, Tina? So, I mean, I, I'm a big one for save up leftovers, right? And stuff Kongs. I think um, that enrichment, especially the holidays are a time where often um, being able to just get the dog out of the crazy, out of the way, out from underfoot, out from, you know, the temptation of the turkey on the counter resting um, or kids that are overwrought and overtired or your drunk Uncle Lewis, like whatever. Um, so I'm a big one. I, I personally think I know um, Colleen, you told me, believes all dogs need seven Kongs. I've always said six. Um, but no, I actually, Colleen has eight. She oh, has no, eight I Kongs. think I would, I would tend to agree. Right. So, um, which is a great thing. I think, I think Kongs Kongs. are one of the most unutilized, creative, fun, amazing toys you could come up with. So Karen Deeds, who I actually just texted to say, Hey, we want you to be on the podcast at some point. Um, she showed me how to bungee cord a Kong stuffed so that you can hang it. She was doing this enrichment for shelters, right? Um, but to hang the Kong kind of through a run off a PVC pipe so that it's kind of like a Kong pinata, right? You're not worried about the dog, right? Like take their feet out of the mix. So now they've got to really work at it. And, and I actually put video up of, on this, of this on, um, on face space, um, of Marco. So my two pot cake, both are pretty like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs about the neighborhood deer. Um, the neighborhood deer make, uh, an appearance in almost every podcast I do because they're like today they crossed in front of the front door while I was working with the Yorkie puppy. Um, so Marco did not care about the deer quite literally running along the fence line because he was chewing on this stuffed Kong. And it was just like low, it was, um, plain Greek yogurt and his normal kibble frozen in his Kong. That's it. And right. hanging on a bungee so that it moves funny. And and you could watch his brain battle back and forth, like bark at the deer or chew on the Kong. The Kong kept him busy for like an hour and 15 minutes. It was amazing. Right. And right, you know, like super happy dog. And, and we had no barking. We had no running up and down the fence line, losing our marbles, having big arousal dumps. Like he just could chew out the other day. Um, 
we I had something going on here at the house and I bungee cord I didn't bungee cord, that's a lie. I tied Kongs to the front door of all the crates. So that again, it's elevated a little bit, it's a little bit different. Stuffed frozen, tied to the crate door. How did you tie it to the crate window? Did you I used parachute cord and I tied it short enough that there was no way, there was no way the dog could get any part of their body between like it was lashed as tight as I could make it. So you run the cord through all the way through the Kong so it comes out both ends and then you yeah. tie it on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like the one I did that's hanging outside, I used the bungee cords that have I don't know what they're called, that have the plastic knot on the end. Okay. All Kongs, as near as I can tell, have the same size bottom hole, and that thing fits in there. So I used a pair of hemostats. For those of you who don't have hemostats, it's fine. Like, just go use needle nose pliers. You know what the, your husband will know what those look like. So you, I just pulled it up through and then stuffed the Kongs normal. I just ran it all through the dishwasher when we were done. Okay. Top rack only, right? But That's right. But totally made this thing that my dogs have played with a bajillion times and are like, pshaw, it's a Kong. If you need it to take more time, freeze a bully stick in the end or freeze a catfish skin, you know, one of those beams. So it's like a little bit of a fuse so that you get the dog going on it. I mean, all right. So if I have to make a video of the Himalaya yak chew, right? Yak milk chew being microwaved. You need to make a video we can post of how you hang a Kong on a bungee. Ha! I already have it. I'll just share it to the page. All right. Well, very good. So well, there. Because, right. yeah, like, I really love all the creative, like, so, so, for example, lots of people have dogs that bark in the backyard. So how do we classically condition as busy families? The dog being quiet in the backyard. Well, this kind of enrichment stuff is magic. Like, it's fantastic, right? It's the kids can help with it. You could do the setup. You send the dog out and you could switch up what you're doing. I love it. Not just for the holidays, just for life. But the holidays are a great time where we're buying stuff anyway. Um, well, it's the other people, thing like, is it's great. You have a baby shower, like add Kongs to your baby shower. List. Right. Well, that, that brings up two things is that one is, is not only is it great during the holidays because it can keep your dog active and happy while you and your family are trying to open gifts. So it can be a nice way to manage a dog so that you don't feel guilty about just leaving him in his crate or whatever. He's actually got something to do that he really enjoys. So that can be your gift to your dog is something for you on Christmas morning that makes you really happy. Then the other thing I was going to say about um, if you have to go to a baby shower and you know she has a dog, I got this idea from Colleen, is create, make sure you understand if the dog has any food allergies. This is pretty critical. But stuff seven Kongs, seven or eight Kongs, and take them in a cooler frozen to give to her. Nice. To use as, you know, the first week home. And I nice. think that's a, Yeah, I think that's really nice. And um, that's not an inexpensive gift. really anyone. I mean, if if somebody's having a knee replacement, if somebody has a death in the family, if like, I just think there are all sorts of cool ways that we can, we can bless the world. Now I did have a family that she was like, my dog won't really play with Kong. So she bought, I thought this was brilliant. She just bought like a bajillion pack of like wax paper cups 
and stuff mm-hmm. those and stuck them in the freezer. And I was like, you're the smartest woman I've ever met. Right. Like super, super cheap. Right. Right. I mean, you like can buy Dixie a sleeve cups. of cups. For, well, so she did big ones, but yeah, you could do Dixie cups and where the idea came from was she and her kids were making like suet cups for the, the birds. And so she had all these paper cups and she was like, huh, this is like a destroyable Kong. Yay. Without, without it being Kongy. So, um, um, if, if a vet's listening and wants to yell at us about the dogs eating cardboard or paper or whatever, please let us know. Um, but my dogs have never struggled with that. I'm also not giving them like, you know, three pounds of cardboard as a meal or anything. So, um, My experience is most dogs like tearing things up, dissecting feels good. So Mm -hmm. giving them a safe outlet for that, I always personally think is a win. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you were talking about the cardboard box and kind of creating what, what I think is often called an adventure box where, you know, the dog gets to break into it and break things out of it. I, I lost this video. It's one of the great heartaches of my life. Um, I had this guy who was in a group class with me who had a big lab who was super stoic the whole class. And I talked about the adventure box and how to build those. And like the guy never cracked. I'm pretty funny. The guy never cracked a smile through the whole session. I thought for sure he hated me. I was going to get my first like half star review. And he sent me video, which I have since lost it. It was on a phone that landed in a, in a puddle. Um, but he made with a um, with a sawhorse, he basically made a giant cardboard deer oh. in the backyard for his dog. He put like branches as antlers. He had a little red box as the nose. And you have never seen such a happy Labrador retriever as this dog who went out and massacred a fake cardboard deer deer. in the backyard it was like it was there was newspaper and tissue paper in it and so the dog's like running like a gymnast with one of those ribbon things that's I mean like a god-awful mess and absolutely fantastic and he included because he only had one dog he included one of those like the the grand prize of it all like in the middle was one of those big meaty butcher bones Ah, okay. That that dog was like in seventh heaven. Now no, we did, thinking... if we tried to do that here, like my dogs would kill each other. So don't do it if you have multiple dogs. And don't have kids go, hey, what kind of bone is that? Like that's gonna end badly. Those are really high value stuff for dogs. But you could totally put a water buffalo horn in it. That's right. The other thing you could do is you could actually make it you could take I was just when you were talking, I was thinking, how could you do this? You could easily do this using sticks and paper bags from the grocery store stuffed with, you know, paper or treats or whatever. So you could seal off those paper bags to create the body of the of the deer and stick some sticks in it for him to stand up and you know, stick in that you could do all kinds of really cool yeah, things like with he, boxes or he, bags or whatever this deer was massive. Like there was no sticks holding it up. Like he built it with masking tape around like a big wooden sawhorse. Like it was hysterical. Like he videoed this dog going out and being like, Oh, Bambi is going down. Like it was (laughs) some of the funniest stuff. It's like that. It was, it was a very happy dog. I bet it was very, 
was a happy dog indeed. So yeah, like I think giving us and and his whole thing was he didn't want the dog to mess up the kitchen, the adventure box. I was like, oh, you could just do this in the kitchen. He's like, that's gonna mess up my kitchen. I was okay. like, okay, well, he's never gonna do this for this dog. You know, best owner in the world, totally love him. I don't even know if he gave me a review, but I know if all he ever did, changed for his dog was building an adventure box once a month, that was one happy lab. Absolutely. Absolutely. So think of it like for Christmas, if you're a Christmas person you, and you're having all the family over, you could have all 12 reindeer. <laughs> for Halloween, you could like, like I don't you could do ghosts, you could do skeletons, you could do all kinds of things for Halloween. Um, one of the things, the other thing I want to bring up is is I, I do sew, and I have made fleeces for my kids, so I have leftover fleece. And one of the things that I have found that I like to do with fleece is um, braid it very tightly and create a loop on each end and create a tug toy for my dogs out of fleece. And uh, so that's something else that is a pretty easy thing to do. And if, and if one of your kids knows how to braid, they can do that. That's another thing. Um, just make sure that they braid it pretty tightly because you don't want it to – braiding it tightly is, is part of the essential um, essence of, of one of those things. Um, we, have, we have snuffle mats and snuffle balls. It's actually right. – snuffle ball is how Marco gets pretty much every meal. Um, and – you can make a stuffle ball more difficult. It's fantastic, right? So the first time, to be fair, um, I was at All for Fun dog training in the Dallas area earlier in the year, and they had these stuffle balls. And I was like, those are really cute. They're $50. I'm kind of cheap. Am I really going to spend $50 on this? And it's, I'm trying to think. I think they're called the, or what kind of balls are those? The ones that look like lattice. They're like latex. Oh, okay. And they're lattice uh -huh. balls that you can put other things inside of them. So it's one of those. And then they take lengths of fleece and they tie it around each of the little straight pieces all the way around the ball. So I kept thinking to myself, like, if you put dog food in there, it's just going to fall out. Like, that's dumb. Marco thinks it is the best game ever. And interestingly enough, it lowers his arousal. So he's better able to think. He's kind of my janky kid who's a little bit nutso. Um Sorry, he's sitting right here next to me getting cuddles while I'm calling him insane. You're a little insane, but I love you. Um, so he beats the tar out of his snuffle ball for two meals a day, um, slinging kibble all over the house. Of course, the other dogs and the cat are put away because he would resource guard the food. But it's like crazy good. Like that combative play has been really good for him. Um and I learned you can make it more difficult. So, for example, if he if he chews a piece of the fleece, who cares? I cut another piece of fleece and replace it. Um, but you can actually um, take it. A, so and it goes in the washer and the dryer. God bless America. Um, but you can take the fleece apart, put a piece of kibble in it, tie it in a knot, stuff it through the holes and make it that the dog has to pull the fleece out untie the fleece, get their kibble. Wow. wow. Right? Right. Crazy so fascinating. Can, so can and you put a picture of this? Put, sure. And we sometimes put like a piece of chicken jerky in that big, huge fleece ball, blows corgi brains to like smithereens. Like they lose their minds. They're like, how am I going to get that out of there? 
we kept a corgi busy for an hour and a half with a chicken tender, like basically a piece of chicken jerky shoved in a, a snuffle ball. Fantastic. Best $50 I ever spent. And and honestly, like you could just you can make it. Like I'm just I was lazy gonna and say, I bet you it. could get the um the lattice ball and the fleece on Amazon and, yes. and make it very awesome. easily. And, and, and or go to Joanne Fabrics constantly. to the remnants right. and get because the dog doesn't care what the fleece looks like. You can get some really ugly fleece, but who cares? Because it's a snuffle ball for a dog. So, right. So I'm gonna shout out um, so one of my one of my staff, Annalise Norman, um, actually makes snuffle mats and snuffle balls. If you are like me and you're lazy and busy and you'd rather just buy it, if you reach out to us, I will put you in touch with Annalise and you can get yourself a snuffle ball. All Fantastic. right. Well, we will put that Love link. It. We'll put that link on the website as well. So all these things will have links that you can look at and uh, so you can contact Tina at Sit Happens about snuffle balls. Um, and the other thing is I was going to mention that we will put a link to um, a couple of episodes that Colleen and I did about our favorite things, including um, bark boxes, which um, I still get for Zuzu. And the one thing I'll tell you that I love about bark boxes, is they allow you to customize it. So you can customize it for an extra toy or for a while we were f- just swimming in toys. I didn't know what to do with all the toys. So when she went to stay with her breeder for the summer, I sent something like 20 toys and we still had too many. So we switched so out her. One of the let, things hang on, I let me finish. People. Let me, let me okay. finish. Okay. So one of the things that I did for a few months was I switched it out to just treats, which is why we got the Himalayan yak milk chews so that we got, treats and chewies and all kinds of things like that for a few months when we didn't need to be inundated with toys. So they do allow you to customize it in that way. And that's kind of nice. And you can just switch it out back and forth as need be. That so is what were you fantastic. I, I had someone here, um, one of my local customers mention it in class. She collects them up and takes them to like meals on wheels, the mm-hmm. extra toys. And they disperse them to people who are homebound who have pets or to even local shelters or rescues. So she actually, cause they were, they somehow got on the topic of, they all have like a million things that they like, they love them, but they're like, who needs this many dog toys or whatever. And so they, it was crazy good. Like they like inundated the local shelters with like really good stuff. I thought that was, I thought it was a great idea for those people who are like, ah, there's too many. Um, Well, the other thing I wanted to say about Meals on Wheels is the Ohio State University, they had their veterinary students will go with the Meals on Wheels program and along with the vet in order to provide vet care to senior citizens. But what they were the ones who discovered that what these senior citizens were doing was they were saving their meals and feeding them to their dogs because they couldn't afford dog food. So they were not eating their meals. So when they found out about that, Blue Buffalo stepped in and provides food now for the Meals on Wheels here in central Ohio, that they will take food to seniors so the seniors can eat their meals and their dogs get pretty good nutrition. So I thought that, my, was, a very, that was a really cool yeah, thing, too. My, the local shelter that I was president of their board of directors forever, this was not my idea. This was their idea, but it's a wonderful one, is they do a food bowl program. So the same thing. Anyone, they send some with Meals on Wheels, our local Meals on Wheels chapter, um, but anyone at any time can pretty much reach out to them and say, hey, 
I need food for my animals and they, you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to beg. You don't like, they just joyfully bless families to keep animals in homes because, you know, everybody at some point has a little bit of a struggle and we don't want people to give up animals just because, you know, maybe they're between jobs for a couple of months or they have some big financial setback. So, right. um, Which is another reason why I wanted to bring up some of these, um, lesser expensive or, you know, easy things that you can create for your dog so that if you're in a situation where, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a, we all have lean years. And if this is a lean year for you, doesn't mean that you can't be creative or your kids can't be like they're giving something to their dog. So we're going to try and, uh, so the idea here is think in terms of, you know, boxes, you can get one from the grocery store, your Amazon boxes or your toilet paper tubes or your um, paper towel tubes and you know what or, can or I do with those plastic to, bottles right rinse yeah. them out take all the plastic off of them put kibble in let your dog knock it around Mr. Parmesan was one of my favorite food distribution toys the client of mine came up with they took one of those Parmesan jars right took the label off sealed off I don't remember how they did it maybe just a little bit of tape or, or I think duct tape or something to seal off the the, the big end and then they, they took off the part that, you know, that has the three holes so you can shake it. Right. They took the flap off of that, unscrewed it, put kibble in there, gave it to their doodle. And it made this great crunching noise. And they called it Mr. Parmesan. And it was one of the best food distribution toys. And then when it got too crunched, well, they just threw it out and we got a new Mr. Parmesan. We had a um, lot of spaghetti that year. They did. <laughs> they did. But I loved the Mr. Parmesan. I thought that was a really creative gift. And that's another one that kids could easily do. You know, they can right. make that for you. So I'm trying to think of things that are not only easy and fun for you, but something that your kids can do and feel like they're doing something creative so, for their dog. Yeah. Like, like even as simple as toilet paper tubes, like you can augment that and make that different and creative and variable for your dog. Like, crinkle up paper, put a little in one end, put kibble in the middle, put a little bit of paper on the other one and cinch the ends or twist the ends. Right. So that there's just a little bit more challenge to it. Um, you could even put fleece through it. Right. You know, and then you could knot the fleece in the center with a troy or a treat, right? Put that through and cinch it. So now we've got to pull that out of the toilet paper tube. So, I mean, just really simple things. Think about how can dogs manipulate. Now, it wouldn't work as well for Zuzu, who just like, oh, I can't manipulate anything because it's hard. So you'd have to, I'd have to make it pretty easy for her. But for other dogs, and I remember one time I had a, uh, when we had um, our burner and our golden and our flat coat, and I had a buster cube, which is basically, like it sounds, it's a cube. And you put food in it and you shake it around and the dogs roll it around and the food comes out randomly. The best thing was Bingley loved to do it. He just loved to roll it. He didn't particularly care about the kibble. So he just liked to do it. And so the other two dogs would follow behind him and eat the kibble as he did the buster cube. So I had like a threefer. <laughs> it was just great because <laughs> Bingley would do it and the other dogs would just follow behind. But if your dog's resource guard, that's not something you should do. I'm just saying that it worked well for right. my three dogs, but it doesn't always work well for others. So anything so else joke- you want to... My Doberman was hysterical about the Buster Cube. He's pa- he's since passed away, but he we played with it exactly once. He he picked it up. He tried to manipulate it and play with it. 
it was too difficult. He thought, I'll just solve this problem, picked it up, put it in the back of his mouth, crunched it on the seam, broke it open. I got to see how a buster cube was made and $35 worth of toy was destroyed. <laughs> so, so there is a little bit of all of this bears mentioning, like matching the degree of difficulty for the dog, right? Like right. if we give a child a toy that frustrates them, we can actually kind of end their joy of something, right? Putting right. too much pressure on them. I mean, like when I, I teach dogs how to play with a Kong, right? I put loose kibble in so mm-hmm. that if the dog looks at it, kibble falls out and then slowly add degree of difficulty Absolutely. so that the dog feels super um, successful. Um, for the dog who who's like, well, I know how to knock it around, but I don't know how to lick. Right. I, then it's okay. Here's a little bit of licky stuff sticking out. Um, so, you know, like freezing a bully stick sticking out of it. So they have something to chew that leads down to the Kong that teaches them how to snorfle highly technical term on the, on the Kong. (laughs) Um, so Facebook has a ton of enrichment pages. Um, they're really fantastic and you can get really good ideas. Um, and I know I, I try to put enrichment stuff on. I'll try to make sure I share that to the Facebook page when I do it. Um, and I'll shoot this video for you challenge accepted. Um, and I may actually make a, like how I put it together and how I did it in addition to the video of, of the crazy pot cake utilizing it. So, okay. That would be great. That would be great. And um, you said you already had that one. You already had I that do. Video. I have. I have the video of him playing with it. Um, okay. But I can totally either do another dog or, or do it with him again. Okay. Um, and, and also include like how to put it together for the people who are like, how do we do this? That it that is the first time they're trying to do it. Um, I want to personally invite families. Talk to us about what enrichment works great for you. Like, please, um, this is a way to help your fellow man. Like, what to do with the dog when you don't know what to do with the dog. <laughs> That's right. Then we would love to have you do that. So you can contact us through our Facebook page, Your Family Dog Podcast, or you can go to our webpage, yourfamilydogpodcast.com, and contact us through feedback at yourfamilydogpodcast.com. So thank you, Tina. It was a great episode, and we hope that we've given you some ideas on things that you can do to help your dog through the holidays, as well as just some everyday enrichment. So I we and we do want to see pictures of all those deer that you people are going to be building now <laughs> for your dogs in the backyard. So pictures are part of what we want to see. All those videos of the twelve, or you know, you could even do something like you know, twelve dwarves. That <laughs> you can do all the seven dwarves, right? You can build or, a snowman. That's right. Here, that's here right. in the south, we can build cardboard snowmen. So give us a like, give us a share, um, like us, rate us on on iTunes. Um, we will see you all next time on Your Family Dog. Thanks for listening to Your Family Dog. Got questions? Interesting ideas? Visit www.yourfamilydogpodcast.com to share your thoughts.